Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No. Before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedano's, Presidente, Win dixie Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got... Hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslo loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslo Show 2.0. Welcome to Zaslo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike, Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No, before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0. My guys, Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anna Jarn Levine, Accident Attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. 
Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslo loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslow Show 2.0. Alright, welcome. Zaslow Show 2.0. It is a Monday, the 10th of April. Good to have you aboard. We are a Blue Wire podcast. However you're listening to the show, make sure you like, you rate, you comment, you do all that fun stuff. It's great for the algorithm. That means it's great for me. Then I get all the monies. I'm very happy. I keep pumping out the shows. That makes all of you very happy. You keep supporting our sponsors. That makes all of them very happy. Oh my God, the world is going to be so happy. We got a lot going on. A lot to catch up on from the weekend. We got the Panthers playing super meaningful games this final week of their regular season. We have the Miami Heat set the play-in for the first time ever. The Miami Heat will participate in the play-in tournament. That will be tomorrow night. We got all kinds of NBA action to recap from the weekend. No league does the drama like the NBA. Over the weekend, you had the UFC 287 was here at what's now called Kaseya Center. That's the new arena name there in Miami, Kaseya Center. So UFC 287 was there this weekend. So like I said, we got a lot happening here. The biggest story, of course, is Udonis Haslam closing out his career in style. So we'll get to that. An all-time game for Udonis Haslam and the Miami Heat. Oh, amazing. Love it so much. So anyway, let's get things started here. I'll tell you what I had going on over the weekend, all right? So, you know I like to start out with some fun stuff that we did over the weekend. And here's what we got. (coughs) Excuse me. So, UFC 287. I did not watch it live. But based on what I saw, it it seemed like you had a great crowd. And the reason that I bring that up is it's important because you want UFC to come back here. You know... UFC hadn't been here in forever. And part of that is because they had a sh- I was at the last uh, like fight night that they did. And part of it was because, it, you know, I-, I don't think we do combat sports well here in South Florida. But also, UFC brought a shit card that fight night, whatever it was, like 10 some odd years ago. More than that, maybe even. So it took that long for UFC to come back here. And guess what? You had a great crowd because it was a pay-per-view show, great main event, great co-main event with Masvidal. So even though the prices are totally outrageous, and that's what prevented me from going, I wanted to go, I wanted to go take my son. But the prices were terrible. So there's no way I'm paying that. 
But you want more of those events down here. It's a fun event. Maybe one day I end up making my way to one of those shows I'd really like to. But the fact that the crowd looked really good, looked like a hot crowd, based on the highlights that I saw, you're hoping that you can get UFC down here again. All the stars were out there. <coughs> Excuse me. You had President Trump. You had Mike Tyson. You had Kid Rock. You had, you know, uh, uh, former great fighters, Donald Cerrone, uh, Chuck Liddell, my, my guy, George St. Pierre. I saw Joe Burrow in the crowd there, Odell Beckham Jr. So the stars were out in full force like they always are for the UFC events. Seemed like a really fun event. Now, before, I, I don't want to do too many details, right? Because I want to get to the main stuff, which, of course, is you, Donis Haslam, and what's going on with the Panthers here. But Masvidal, let's start with him. So Masvidal loses to Gilbert Burns by decision. Masvidal, very difficult to knock out. So you're not surprised that he didn't win. You're not surprised it didn't, that, that it went to decision. It seemed like he got beat pretty handily throughout the three rounds. But the news, obviously, is not that Masvidal lost. The news is that Masvidal, after the fight, announced that he's hanging it up. Everybody here, thank you everybody for watching. But uh, this is where I started my career now. It's been a long 20 years, 50-some fights. You know, sometimes your favorite basketball player ain't got that three-pointer no more. Your favorite quarterback loses that rifle. I don't feel the same when I get in here no more. It's been 20 long years. I love all of you. UFC came here 20 years ago, and it inspired me to chase this dream for 20 years, 50-some fights later. Hopefully, I inspired somebody in here to go fight for theirs, no matter what it is. If it's in the sports world, if it's in the fucking entertainment world, if it's in whatever world, the nine to five. I love everybody. I love this fucking sport. I'm a multi-millionaire. I didn't start from shit. I didn't have shit when I started. And I can say I'm good for life now. 20 long years, Joe. I love you guys, man. Seems like a no-brainer there for Masvidal. It seems like he never wins anymore. And he starts his career, obviously, in the backyards in Miami. And then he winds up finishing his career in front of 20,000 people at Kaseya Center, all right? It, that, that seems like the way to go. Excellent job out of him. Clearly, it sounds like he made a lot of money. He's made more money than I thought he's made, so clearly it sounds like he's made a lot of money. Masvidal, he goes out on his own terms. He doesn't go out staring up at the lights, all right? Decision, so good job out of him. You get out at the right time. Masvidal retires. Everybody down here loves him. The big story, though, was Israel Adesanya winning back his middleweight championship belt. He does it in, in, in uh, I, I guess, tremendous fashion, right? Knocks Pereira out early in the second round. Brutal knockout. Buddy's lights were out. And so then you have Adesanya, who he does his celebrating that whole deal, finally beats this guy. This guy was always beating him. Going back to their their you know pre UFC days, and the crowd's going crazy. So Adesanya apparently was pointing at someone in the crowd, and then he does a then he does a mock like going to sleep where he just falls down on his side on the mat, and as we learn, he was pointing at Pereira's family, but specifically his son who, I don't know, he, he's, he, he's a boy. And so, this got a lot of attention that that's really, like, why, why would he do that? Well, here's Israel Adesanya after the match explaining what happened there. Oh, no, uh, that was, I'm petty, bro. I remember. So, the first time he knocked me out in Brazil, um, his son came into the ring and then started to just lie dead next to me. And I'm like, you fucking little asshole. I'll whoop your ass if your dad don't do it for you. But then, um, yeah, I looked for his kid, and I, I pointed at him, and I saw him, and I was like, hey, hey, hey. All right, so there was a fight back, like, like one of the first times, maybe the first time they fought. Israel Adesanya got knocked out, and Pereira is in the ring celebrating with his family. And you have, like, I, I don't know, like, Adesanya may have still been not knocked out, but may have still been being attended to on the mat. And the kid at the time, I, I think he may have been, like, six. The kid at the time goes in the ring, and does the mock going to sleep, like falls over, mocking Adesanya. So Adesanya remembered, he really didn't like it, and so he's pointing at the kid that, hey, I just knocked your dad. And very controversial, what? The kid, 
Well, first of all, Adesanya's telling there, telling you there, he's petty like that. And I gotta be honest with you, I have no problem with it. No problem with it. You, you, you gotta think about this for a second. Even if you didn't see the video of the kid mocking Adesanya, it's a pretty serious thing when you knock someone out. And for the kid to be in the ring there, a kid to be in the ring there, and mocking the fighter who was knocked out cold. First of all, kids to be not mocking any fighters, these guys are, like, they're, they're on another level, man. But to be knocking a fighter who was, mocking a fighter who was just knocked out cold, it's so disrespectful. And it's not even like, hey, you're getting the kid back. He's essentially getting Pereira back, that you allowed your kid to behave this way. It's really disrespectful. I have... No, I know, look, it's a controversial thing. A lot of people didn't like it. I have no problem with Adesanya being petty like that and pointing at the kid when he knocked his father out. I have no issue with that. Again, like I said, that may be a very controversial side to be on. I can understand people who don't like it. But I also have no problem with Adesanya being angry about that still and how disrespectful that is. That he allowed his son to do that. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe after the fight he told the son, hey, this is not the way we behave. Doesn't matter. It happened. It was there for everybody to see. And it's really disrespectful. I have no problem with Adesanya doing that. No problem. But again, if you think it's distasteful, totally get it. Totally get where you're coming from. So UFC 287 seemed to be a great show. You had a great finish. Great main event. Masvidal, he's done with. There you have it. I'd love to go to one of those shows one day. But not for the prices. I mean, we're talking... Like, to sit in the lower level, it was like $800 for the cheapest lower level seat. The upper level, which I'm, which I'm not going to sit in, was like $400. And, I mean, the floor, you're talking thousands of dollars. You don't want to sit on the floor anyway. You probably want to be in the lower level, a little elevated. But anyway, I'm never going to go up the prices are like that. So, that, that's just unfortunate. Mo- most people like me are never going to go unless the prices are like that. I don't care enough. I'd like to go, but I don't care enough. All right. So, anyway... That's what took place on Saturday night at the Kaseya Center. That's right. Now, you know how I always like to catch up a little bit <coughs> on, on some of the fun stuff I did over the weekend. I didn't see any movies. I always tell you the big movies and the not big movies over the weekend. I didn't see any movies. But I did start and finish a couple of shows. So, I know I'm way behind on this one. But me and my son... We watched, we banged it out over the weekend, real easy, just six episodes. We watched The White Lotus Season 1. I know everyone raves about this White Lotus. So we finally decided, you know what? <laughs> let's, let's do it. Let's watch this show. Everyone loves it. So we watched White Lotus Season 1. I really liked it. Show's wild. Obviously, you know, my, my, my son thought it was a little bit weird, but I think for the most part, he enjoyed it. My wife watched the first episode with us. She was not into it. It couldn't keep her attention. It certainly starts out slow, but I dug it. I'm looking forward to watching season two. That's obviously available right right now on HBO Max. So, White Lotus, we really dug. I thought it was super weird, but I like that kind of stuff. Number two show that I started watching this week, and I watched the first few episodes. This show, which I think it's also HBO Max, this show called Crashing by comedian Pete Holmes. He created and stars in the show. He's a young comedian and has so many named comedians and who are playing themselves in it. But he's a young comedian. It just, the show shows you the struggles of a young comedian trying to work in that profession in New York City. And it, like, like I, sent, I sent my buddy Dave Williamson a text message out there in Los Angeles. <coughs> and I said to him, I go, yo, have you ever seen the show Crashing by Pete Holmes on HBO? And, and he told me, yeah, it's a great show. We know some guys who, who wrote on the show. And I said to him, I, I said, yeah, it's a great show. And it seems like a horrible lifestyle. And, and he said, yeah, like it could totally be really bad. And just the sleeping on other comics couches, working for little or no pay and the way you're hustling out there, just apparently probably for so long, hoping that you get some kind of break. It seems like such a horrible, like really hard lifestyle and probably gives you a lot of perspective. Cause you know, I love talking to the comedians, gives you a lot of perspective on just how much these guys love what they do, that they go through this to get to that place. And 
And I also thought it was something really interesting. I forget which comedian is the one who told him this. Oh, it's T.J. Miller. So T.J. Miller is in a couple of the episodes. And T.J. Miller tells him how it's so much fun, you know, when you're, you're coming up because you're performing at these clubs in the city with all your friends and you're hanging out before. And then you go do your act and then you're hanging out afterward. It's a great time even though you're making no money. Everybody's having a lot of fun. And then when it really sucks is when you're out on the road making a lot of money because then it's lonely. Because then you're traveling everywhere by yourself. You do the show and you're used to after the show just going back to the bar all your friends, you're joking, you're busting on each other, you're drinking, you're having a great time. Well, that's not the case when you're on the road. Yeah, you're making the money, but you're on the road and you're alone. And then you're by yourself in your hotel room or whatever, you know, sad city you're in. And I thought that that's a really interesting perspective. I never really thought of it that way. So anyway, you know I love talking to the comics. We go to stand-up comedy all the time. Crashing on HBO. I think it's a couple years old. I think I'm also late to the party on that one. But I'm really enjoying that show. Alright, anyway. And I, I have not watched last night's Succession yet. I'm really looking for, I'm going to watch that this afternoon. So, there's a lot happening here. Let's get after it, okay? First though, I got to tell you guys. If, if, you're, if you're dealing with a leak in your home. That can end up being a major problem. You got to find out where that's coming from. Well, I'm telling you right now. I don't want. I don't want to have that problem. And if you're a listener to Zaslow Show 2.0, I don't want you to have that problem. So I'm sending you to my guys, the Greensteins. Call or text Water Cleanup of Florida at 954-900-8635. Michael Greenstein, Adam Greenstein, they're going to take care of you, okay? With over 60 years of combined experience, their team at Water Cleanup of Florida, they're prepared to handle all types of leak detection issues 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. And after the leak is located and repaired, Water Cleanup of Florida is not done. They're going to clean, dry, and fully restore the damaged areas. That's right. They serve the entire Tri-County area, Miami-Dade, Broward, and Palm Beach counties. They're fully licensed, insured, and certified to provide that one-stop shopping that all of us busy homeowners and busy business owners require. You don't need to bring in other contractors. They're going to handle the entire project from start to finish. Water cleanup of Florida. Call or text any time of day. 954-900-8635 or go to wcufl.com. Water cleanup of Florida. We clean up your schmutz. So, that includes holidays, by the way. Like yesterday, Easter. Happy Easter to everybody. You, If you got an issue, call or text them on Easter. It's okay. They're going to come out. They, they know how important this is. They're going to take care of you. 954-900-8635. Okay, so... Yesterday's Heat game. Yesterday afternoon, the Heat beat the Magic. Who the hell cares? But And, and we'll get to the playoff matchups and all that. We got our NBA rundown coming up. Presented, of course, every Monday by Brunt Insurance. We'll get to that momentarily. The playoff matchups and play-in matchups are all set here. We'll get to that. That gets going tomorrow night. <coughs> including the Heat, who are hosting Atlanta tomorrow night at 7.30. So, Udonis Haslam's last regular season game of his career. 20 years, we all know he's retiring. He's not leaving the team, but he's retiring from being on the team after this season. So, UD, 24 points, 3 rebounds, 9 of 17 from the floor, knocks out a career-high 3 triples. Udonis Haslam gave us an all-time memory in his final game. And it's funny because... You know, when Dwayne Wade was going into his final game, so we're talking about 2019, right? So four years ago. And I remember doing shows that morning with Romberg. And Romberg, you know, and look, Wade was still a good player. He wasn't, he wasn't great anymore, but he was still a really good player. And you knew he can, you know, he still got a, you know, a 25, 30-point game in him. He did it several times that year. But going into the last game, it's like you were hoping so badly Man, can Wade give us one last great performance? And I'm talking about the home game, because Wade had a final home game, and then, and, and then the next game was the final game of his career, and that was on the road in Brooklyn, which, as Eric Reed pointed out on the broadcast yesterday, the Heat lost that game by 19 in Brooklyn. They, they were getting blown out the whole game. Nobody cared. Game was amazing. Crowd was chanting, let's go Heat. Crowd was chanting, Paul Pierce sucks. Amazing moments. So... There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed, and that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. 
When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash sports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash sports. That's Indeed.com slash sports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash sports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Dwayne Wade that day is going to play his final home game. And I remember Romberg's like, Wade is going to be amazing tonight. I'm like, really? What if he's not? He's he's not the same guy he used to be. And Romberg was like so dead set on, he's an all-time great player. You you don't understand. He's going to be able to have a, he's going to be able to have this amazing performance tonight if he wants to. And Romberg was right. Because remember, he was hitting the threes, three-pointer, three-pointer, three-pointer. Like, oh, my God. And then he fell on the lap of, uh, of, of John, uh, John Legend and, that, and his wife, who uh, I, I don't like her at all, whatever the hell her name is. Chrissy Teague, I do not like her. And, and Gabrielle is super excited. So anyway, Romberg was totally right. The, the, the huge, I mean, Kobe, his final game, he has the 60. These all-time great players, they're going to be able to muster it up. For that one final time. He was right. But that's not Udonis Haslam. UD's not that guy. And UD hasn't been playing. Now of course he's playing in practice every day. But that ain't UD. He's not that star player. He's never been that star player. Or alright he could. Hey tonight. I'm going to carry us. I'm going to put us on our back. That's not him. For UD to get out there. And have that game that he had. It's an all-time South Florida sports moment. It really was. He gave us an all-time game. An all-time memory. That the way we remember Dwayne Wade's final game, which was meaningless because the Heat were missing the playoffs, we're going to remember what UD... It was amazing for UD and his family, but how about what UD gave us in his final game? You weren't... if you were in the arena, Kaseya Center, if you were in the arena, you're jumping up and down. If you're sitting on the couch in the Zazla Mansion family room, like me, you're hooting and hollering with what UD is doing. How about what UD did for us in his fi- the fans, in his final game? That wasn't just for him and his family. That was for us. He gave us an all-time game. I was so proud of him. I was so happy for him. Because it wasn't just about looking like, you know. So the game starts, he misses a reverse layup. It's like, all right, I, I hope he gets a basket. Like, you knew he was going to play a lot. But I hope he gets some baskets this game. And then a couple minutes later, he, he has the, the basket streaking to the hoop. You know, in transition. Oh, and Eric Reed is super excited and the crowd's super excited. And it's like, all right, go. He got a basket. Nice. We're good. It's like, no, we got a lot more going on here. Because then, just like two minutes later, after missing his first couple, I mean, UD was a little bit of a chucker earlier in the game yesterday. Let's be honest. And then UD gets it to drop from deep. Bam, back taps for Struess. Udonis. You did it! Haslam triples for the first time this year and for the seventh time in his 20-season NBA career. So UD now buries that three. Great call from Eric Reed. The crowd is super excited. It's like, oh my God. So UD gets a basket and he also hits a three-pointer. Like, we're good, right? He ends up scoring 13 points in the first quarter. Holy shit. I mean, I can't believe he's doing this. And then they get into transition. And you got to tell me, 
What's crazier? UD throwing down the lob or Duncan Robinson decided, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to throw this lob to UD. Michael Carter-Williams, pass deflected, stolen away by Caleb Martin. Here he comes. Duncan, back to you, Dottis! Oh, my! That 42-year-old man just jumped right out of the building, just like he used to. <laughs> Amazing. And, and it's not just that UD got up. And it's not just that UD got up there, but how about Duncan, who ain't the best passer? Duncan throws it right on the money. There's a lot of pressure on Duncan there. UD gives the ball to Duncan where you kind of know, oh, if he's giving it to me this fast on the break, he wants it back. And Duncan with the perfect lob, and UD gets up with no problem. And then we get to the second half, and UD, I mean, he, he's, he's giving us the entire repertoire. The second score, they need to head by 13. A little more than three minutes to go. Udonis. And the foul! Yes! Take a picture. Remember this one forever. Unbelievable. He gave us an all... He ends up in two more threes. He hits a three with like a minute left. Spo stops the clock by getting the team to foul. He gets a huge ovation coming off the floor. I'm sorry. You know UD was going to play... I, I, I was, because I, I put out a poll yesterday. It, you know, will UD get a double-double? Didn't come close. He only had three rebounds. But I was like, best case scenario, 10 points, 10 rebounds. This was so much better. 24 points? What, what did it, again, it's not like Wade or Kobe mustering up that final big performance. You couldn't have expected anything like this from UD. And for him to give us that, that one final memory, an all-time memory, an all-time game. And here's the thing, you know, Dwayne Wade's final game, because that Heat team wasn't going to win anything, and they fell a little bit short of the playoffs, whatever it was, but Dwayne Wade's final game, coming that game in Brooklyn, where he gets the triple-double, which, oh my God, UD hits the jumper for the triple-double. Unbelievable. But it was a good thing that that team didn't make the playoffs. Because we got to celebrate knowing, okay, this is Wade's final home game, and he was amazing. Okay, this is Wade's final game, and he was amazing. And then it was over. Because if we get to the playoffs, and I I mean, I don't know who the number one seed was that year, 2019. I know Toronto, of course, won the championship. I don't think they were the number one seed. But whoever it was, like, okay, so that Heat team gets to the first round. They get swept or losing five. And so Wade's final game is him sitting on the bench and the whole team is sulking because their season is ending not the way they wanted to. Like, that sucks as a final game. So it was a good thing that the Heat did not make the playoffs that year. So we got this amazing, lasting image of Dwayne Wade. This was similar. Because while this Heat team is going to the playoffs, UT's not playing in the playoffs. There's no scenario, especially now, based on what we saw yesterday. There's no scenario where UD is going to play in the playoffs. Certainly not meaningful minutes, and even in garbage time. Why? This was the last send-off. This was his final appearance. This was perfect. If Wade's final team went to the playoffs, you need Dwayne Wade to play. He was one of our best players, even though still not a, even though not a great player anymore. But UD, there's no scenario where he's going to play in the playoffs. So the way Dwayne Wade was able to go out, it's pretty similar to the way UD is going out, where they were allowed to have these amazing moments without the huge stakes of a playoff game or that lasting image sitting on the bench sulking because the season's now over with a playoff loss and a first-round exit. So, I want to talk real quick here about my favorite memories of UD. And I got two that really stand out to me. When you're talking about all-time great memories, all-time great moments. I know, 
you know, everyone loves to talk about the Tyler Hansbro game. And it's obviously awesome. Hansbro with the really hard foul on Wade. I think he made Wade bleed. And then UD gets in his face and, and he's going to, you know, he's beat the shit out of him. Uh, ever, it's obviously, it's, it was a quintessential UD moment. What was it, in 2013? Quintessential UD moment. It's what he's about, you know? He's, he's an enforcer. He's a protector. I think that's a better way to put it. Rather than enforcer, he's a protector. But I have two all-time moments that are my favorite Udonis Haslam moments, which one of them leads directly to a championship, and the other one, while didn't lead to a championship, really saved the season. The first one, 2006 NBA Finals. And I believe it was Game 3. <coughs> when the Heat are down two games to none against the Mavericks, and UD officially became the Dirk Stopper. UD just Ding up Dirk Nowitzki, was amazing against him. And there was one play where UD deed him up at the top of the circle, ended up getting the steal, and went in the other way. He was fouled going up for, for what would have been the dunk. The place would have exploded. But UD, in that moment, and we know Gary Payton hit the game-winning shot, but UD saved that series when he became the Dirk stopper. I believe it was in Game 3. That's the first one that comes to mind. My second that comes to mind, Game 2, Eastern Conference Finals, 2011. The Heat got smoked in Game 1 in Chicago. Udonis Haslam missed like most of that season with injury, a foot injury. He returned for that game. Not 100%, but hey, the team needs me. I gotta try and play. And he wasn't definitely going to play because he was not healthy. And the Heat are down in the second half. Down by like five or something. Coach brings in UD. All right, let's see what you got. UD won the Heat that series. He won them that game. He, and, and that game ended up winning them the series. You can't go down 0-2. UD comes in the game, and we're talking like right early on. He gets a block on one end of the floor. And then a huge dunk on the other end, streak into the lane. And then a couple minutes after that, another big dunk, streak into the lane, and the foul. And the Heat then went on a big run, and they smoked the Bulls in the fourth quarter. Series tied 1-1, Heat go up, and, and the Heat ends up winning four in a row. UD turned that series around. The Heat go to the finals, they lose the Mavericks, LeBron didn't want to post up J.J. Brea. Disgrace. But UD, my, my, my two favorite UD moments. 2006 Finals, I believe it was Game 3 when he became the Dirk Stopper. 2011 East Finals turns the, ser- turns the series around, that Game 2 in Chicago. For me, those are my two all-time favorite Udonis Haslam memories slash moments. The best. Just the best. <coughs> what a... What a memory he gave us yesterday. What a, what a great day for him. Love it. And of course, I've been, and I've been saying this for years. Like now, it's, it, it's stupid to even talk about it. But I remember I used to get pushback when I started talking about this. Like Even like 10 years ago, and I started to get pushback on this. When I would say back then, Udonis Haslam is a lock to have his jersey retired by the franchise. And now, now there's no pushback. But I used to get some pushback back then. Like, you're nuts. It's a, it's a mortal lock. And I don't know if it'll be the first game next year, although it'd be great if it were, but they're going to retire his jersey next season. That's just a fact. In the Kaseya Center rafters. So there you have it. Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, the Heater in Atlanta. No, I'm sorry, the Heat host Atlanta. Playing game. I like that the Heater in this playing. I already told you that. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. If you're the number seven seed, you get two chances to win one. You get two chances at home to win one. Atlanta's not good. The Heat won three out of four against the Hawks this year. And here's here's what Trey Young has looked like against the Heat this year. You ready? Trey Young, in four games this year against Miami, is averaging 19.8 points, 3.3 rebounds, 9.8 assists, shooting just 36% overall, 21% from three. 
His field goals in each game, 9 for 17, 2 for 13, 6 for 13, 4 for 16. It's been terrible against the Heat. So, I don't know anyone who's going to pick Atlanta in this game tomorrow. If the Heat were to lose, then they would host on Friday the winner of Toronto-Chicago, which I think most of us believe it will be Toronto. But that's, so tomorrow night, the Heat, first time ever in the play-in. I like it. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. That's what we got right there. All right. It's Monday. So you guys, you, you guys know what time it is. Every Monday, we got to take a look back. Let's do our weekend NBA rundown. Yes. Brought to us by Brunt Insurance. That's right. Every Monday, we do our NBA rundown brought to us by Brunt Insurance. You got to make sure you're insured because God forbid there's an accident with your home. Hey, who's going to pay for that? Very expensive if there's major damage to your home. Well, Brunt Insurance, they're going to sort it all out for you. You don't want to just go online all willy-nilly like, all right, let me type in homeowner's insurance. No, no, no. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance is delivering the comprehensive insurance that is tailored to fit your needs. Since 2013, they've specialized in not just home, but auto life insurance. You can find them on all the social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. I told you, I've been using Brunt Insurance for about 10 years now. I trust Greg Brunt and his team. And if I trust them, hey, I'm, I'm not going to recommend them to you if it's not something that I use myself. So I know when I go to sleep at night, I don't have to worry. I'm going to be taken care of. God forbid there's a major accident. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204. Markets confusing. Let Greg Brunt and his team at Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with his fully licensed staff, and they know the area. I already told you, Pensacola, the Keys, and beyond, wherever you're calling from here in Florida, they're going to know what kind of coverage you need. So if you need that affordable care, of course you do. That offers the best coverage for your auto, motorcycle, boat. Hey, not just homeowners, renter's insurance, condo insurance. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204. That's 954-589-2204. All right, let's get to our weekend NBA rundown. It's going to include taking a look at this playoff picture, but we do have a few news and notes as far as the NBA goes from over the weekend. Yesterday... Oh, so the Timberwolves, who have, I mean, it's not been a good season for the Timberwolves. They traded everything for Rudy Gobert, and he's a stiff. I've been telling you this for years. They trade everything for Rudy Gobert, and what does it amount to? An eighth-place finish where they're going to play tomorrow night at the Los Angeles Lakers in the 7-8 playing game. But the big story was the Timberwolves sending Rudy Gobert home in the middle of the game because during a timeout... Rudy Gobert, Kyle Anderson, they're yelling at each other. Rudy Gobert then reaches, like with his go-go gadget arms, reaches uh, like 10 feet across, punches Kyle Anderson in the chest. Now, I guess, you know, say, hey, it's not like he punched him in the face. Ah, That's true, but a straight right punch into his chest. Torian Prince jumps off, immediately pushes Gobert away. Gobert backpedaling as Kyle Anderson now wants to go at him. I mean, that... That was soft as hell. Gobert is so big. He punches Kyle Anderson, and he was practically running away. The only thing softer was punching his teammate in that spot. But here's the thing. So Adrian Wojnarowski, he then gets the hot tip. The sources telling him what the argument was about. Rudy Gobert is, is, uh, well, Kyle Anderson's yelling to Rudy Gobert, blocking effing shot. Rudy Gobert yells to him, grab an effing rebound. Kyle Anderson then tells him, uh, uh, you know, something, you you bleeping bitch. And then Gobert punches him. And apparently this carried over then into halftime where they're yelling at each other. They sent Gobert home. Disaster. Disaster. Five first-round picks, $200 million for this guy. Now, are they going to suspend him for the play-in game tomorrow night? I said probably not. But that's a terrible situation. And then you got fighting on the Clippers bench as well yesterday. Clippers playing the Suns. Mason Plumley, Bones Highlands, they had to be separated, pushing and shoving. That one's not so, I mean, it was an ugly scene, but that one's not such a big deal. That stuff happens on the bench, pushing and shoving, guys yelling at each other. I mean, Bones Highland doesn't have the greatest reputation, but that's not such a big deal. The Go Bear one, that's a big deal. I mean, this is a big deal or not a big deal, but if it were, I'd say a big deal. So you had some fighting there on benches late in games. 
And then you also have the Mavericks situation. The last two games, the Mavericks throw in the towel. They decide to tank the final two games of the season. Luka Doncic on, on Slovenian night. So they say, all right, this is a disaster. Luka, go out and play the first quarter, then that's it. Luka was not happy about it. He wanted to play. Team wouldn't let him. Kyrie Irving, of course he didn't want to play. Team probably didn't want him to play either. Kyrie Irving sits out the last two games. They obviously lose those two games. And now, unless someone jumps them in the lottery, they will be the 10th team. Their lottery pick is top 10 protected. They'll keep their pick. If a team jumps them in the lottery, the Knicks get their pick because of the Porzingis trade a few years ago. So the Mavericks, all right, Mark Cuban, he sucks. Mark Cuban protests a game a couple weeks ago on a play that he was completely incorrect about and the officials did nothing wrong. Protests. And now at the end of the season, he's losing games on purpose. That franchise sucks. That's why I was asking. We had NBA people on the show after they made the Kyrie Irving trade. And what was my first question? Are the Mavericks a good franchise? And the answer is they're not. And you could say, you know, look, Mark Cuban willfully injected poison into his team. You could say this isn't Kyrie Irving's fault all you want. But when you acquire a great player, this isn't complicated. When you acquire a great player... That guy will usually help your team after you acquire him. The Mavericks were fourth when they acquired Kyrie Irving. They missed the playoffs. They were 5-11 in games that Kyrie and Luka played together. They got war... Hey, does it take time? Chemistry? I I guess. They acquired a supposed star player in Kyrie Irving. They got worse. Do you expect it like does it have to take off and you're a championship team immediately? No. But when you acquire a star player, is it a fair expectation that your team gets better as opposed to getting worse? Yes. Yes, that is a fair expectation. Mark Cuban willfully injected poison into his team. And then at the end of the year, they tank the games. And not to mention, Kyrie Irving, of course, doesn't even show up at the end. We'll, we'll get to that. that. That'll be a big deal or not a big deal. All right. So, again, that was a few news and notes, the hot stories from over the weekend. But let's take a look here at NBA. Like, what does a playoff picture look like? So, here. So, we got everybody. Everybody calm down. So, tomorrow night, you got the 7-8 play-in games. Atlanta at Miami, followed by Minnesota at the Lakers. Everybody's going to pick Miami in that game. Minnesota at the Lakers. I'm going to pick the Lakers. I don't trust Minnesota. I don't trust Carl Anthony Towns. Love Anthony Edwards. But, you know, if I got one game and it's LeBron, and it's one game with LeBron and not against, like, the first or the second team, it's against the Timberwolves. And maybe Gobert's going to be suspended. I don't know. So I think the Lakers will win that game. And then the 9-10 playing games are on Wednesday night. Chicago at Toronto. I think Toronto wins that. And Oklahoma City at New Orleans. That game's a toss-up. I could totally see Oklahoma City winning that game. So, if it goes the way that I am that, that I think it will, Miami wins, they will play Boston in the first round. The LA Lakers win, they will play Memphis in the first round, which will be a lot of fun. Then, Minnesota would, play, would host the winner of Oklahoma City at New Orleans. I think Minnesota will host Oklahoma City. And then Atlanta, they will host the loser, the winner of Chicago-Toronto. I think Atlanta will host Toronto. That will be on, thir- on Thursday. And then the final game will be Friday before those teams play in the first round of the playoffs on Sunday. So, the matchups that we know in both the East and Western Conferences. It's likely going to be the Heat and Boston. But the ones that we know... And, and, and if that's the case, that would be on Saturday. That series would open up. I believe Saturday afternoon in Boston, 3.30. Philadelphia has Brooklyn in the first round. Very, I'm not going to give out my picks until all the first-round matchups are set, so we'll do that at the end of the week. But Philadelphia and Brooklyn 
Cleveland, New York. That's going to be a great series. I don't think Philadelphia, Brooklyn's going to be very good. Cleveland, New York is going to be a great series. I could see it going either way. I'm tempted to pick the Knicks. I'm not making my pick just yet. I do think it's a long series. As long as Julius Randle's playing. I don't know what his status is right now. And in the West, I think you're going to get the Lakers in Memphis. That'll be fun. But here's what we know. Sacramento, Golden State in the first round. Golden State, with the season they've had, couldn't have asked for a better matchup. You got a super inexperienced Sacramento team. Look, the Warriors are terrible on the road. Terrible, terrible on the road. Sacramento's got a great home court advantage, and those fans are going to be rabid because they haven't had playoffs in 17 years. 16 or 17 years. And then you have Phoenix and the LA Clippers. Not sure what Paul George's status is. He's probably not playing in the first round. And if that's the case, I could see Phoenix, Phoenix winning the series four games to none. Phoenix is not lost. With Kevin Durant in their lineup, they're 8 or 9 and 0. Phoenix, they're going to smoke the Clippers if Paul George is in play. It doesn't look like he's playing. And of course, Denver, they're going to play whoever wins the 8th seed. Milwaukee on the other side, they're going to play whoever wins the 8th seed. And that right there is our weekend NBA rundown. Brought to us by Brunt Insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. Make sure my man Greg Brunt and his team, they will take care of you. you got to make sure you're insured. 954-589-2204. Bruntinsurance.com. All right, guys. So before I get to what's going on tonight, and we got really important stuff tonight, I got to tell you how well I've been sleeping. All right. And that's courtesy of one of our newest sponsors here on Zaslow Show 2.0. You know I'm talking about Sheets and Giggles. Sheets and Giggles with the ultra cool and sustainable eucalyptus bedding. Join over 100,000 people sleeping soundly on Sheets and Giggles' famous eco-friendly eucalyptus lyocell bedding. Sheets and Giggles, one of the newest sponsors here on Zaslow Show 2.0. And now the Zaslow family, the four of us, we are four of over 100,000 Americans who are sleeping on sheets and giggles with the naturally softer, cooler, more breathable bedding. I, I, I can't tell you enough about the comforter. I told you it's the best comforter I've ever had. It, it, it's heavy, but it's light, and it's soft, and I sleep so good in it, all right? Now, I, I'm not sleeping so great because the Panthers have won six in a row. I, that helps, but I'm sleeping so great because of sheets and giggles. My man, Colin... He's founder and CEO. I'm sure he loved Udonis Haslam's performance yesterday, giving us an all-time great moment, an all-time great game. But how about Sheets and Giggles? They're they're not just giving us the most comfortable bedding that you've ever had, but they're doing it by staying super environmentally friendly. We're talking up to 96% less water used than some cotton sheets, 30% less energy used, absolutely zero pesticides or incesticides, 400 thread counts, and they got that extra deep corner to fit easily on however thick your mattress is. Hey, you looking for a new mattress? Try Sheets and Giggles Eucalyptus Mattress. That's right. I got the Eucalyptus Pillow. I love it. You got a waterproof Eucalyptus Mattress Protector as well. Anything you're looking for, Sheets and Giggles, they're going to give you 20% off at checkout on your first order if you use my promo code ZASLOW. Sheets and Giggles, go to SheetsGiggles.com, SheetsGiggles.com slash Zaslow. You're not going to have to thank me. You're not going to be able to thank me because you're going to fall asleep so fast on your new Sheets and Giggles betting. SheetsGiggles.com. So, I do feel great though about what's... the Panther, This Panthers season is so weird. So tonight the Panthers, they have Toronto. Final two games. Toronto tonight, Thursday, Carolina. Probably going to have to go to the game against Carolina I think I'm, tr- I'm trying to go. Everybody knows where I'm trying to go. That means I'm looking for the hookup. So, yeah. And I haven't tried. I haven't been trying to go to a game in a while. I'm trying to go to the Panther game on Thursday night. I've been trying to go tonight, but I, I don't want to be a schnur. I'm trying to go to the Panther game on Thursday night. Because no matter what happens tonight, Thursday's game is going to be a must-win scenario to make the playoffs. But here's where we're at. And this is not going to be easy. Toronto's really good. Carolina's really good. Toronto, though, I could tell you, Toronto has been sitting... Like, Toronto's been doing a little bit of the load management here at the end of the season, which is so not an NHL thing. They've been doing a little load managing with their stars. Uh, it, it, tonight's the first night of a back-to-back for Toronto. They're in Tampa tomorrow. They're going to play Tampa in the first round of the playoffs. So... 
you know, do they wind up playing guys tonight and send them tomorrow in Tampa? Because you don't want to give Tampa a look at what you got going on. I don't know how they're going to, I don't know what they're going to do about those two games. But could they be playing their backup goalie tonight? You hope so if you're the Panthers. You don't care how you get in, you just want to get in. So tonight the Panthers have Toronto in another must-win game. Panthers won over the weekend. Islanders won over the weekend. Penguins won over the weekend. Let's go back to Saturday night. One of the best moments of the season. So the Panthers are at Washington. And this season has been so weird because as stressful and and frustrating and angry this Panther season has made me, it's led us to now where these games are so awesome because they need all of them. And they're coming through in a big way right now, having won six in a row. Can they win eight in a row to finish the season? That clinches the playoff spot. That clinches the number one wildcard spot, which means you avoid Boston, who won their 63rd game, an NHL record 63rd game yesterday. So, we go back to Saturday night. The Penguins already won in the afternoon. So they've actually momentarily jumped to the number one spot. The Islanders, they're going to win their game. So if the Panthers don't beat Washington here, they will find themselves on the outside. Now the score's 2-2 in the third period, but it's all right. And they were they were down, were they down 2-1? I don't remember. But it was 2-2. And all right, we got to make sure we at least get to overtime here because getting that one point would still be huge because then you finish the night not first, but second, because you would be even in points with the Penguins, and you own the tiebreak against them because the regulation wins. So getting to overtime is huge. But with a minute left in the game, a third period that the Panthers are dominating. They'd outshot the Capitals like 15-1 to 1 at this point. Alex Lyon has been terrific for the sixth consecutive game. With a minute left, the biggest goal of the Panthers' season. Lindgren handles it himself. Kachuk is there. Second goal of the game that the Panthers have just fired the puck anywhere near the net. Remember Verhage scored the first Panther goal exactly the same My way. My favorite part about it, if you're watching the game, this Matthew Kachuk, I, he might already be my favorite Panther of all time. He just loves hockey. He's, he is willing this team to the postseason. He is carrying them on his back. He's so excited after that goal, I mean, the fist pumping, the jumping around, and you see him on the bench earlier again. Now I say biggest goal of the Panthers season. If the Panthers make the playoffs, the biggest goal of the season is going to wind up being that goal from Reinhardt, which tied the game in Toronto, and then they win it in overtime Montour. Like, that'll be the biggest goal of the season. It snapped the four-game skid, and it started this, what right now is a six-game winning streak. So that right now is still the biggest goal of the season. But a monster goal from Kachuk there. And then you get the empty net goal shortly after that. Easy empty net goal. I think it was Reinhardt. Just skates it into the empty net all by himself. I was off the couch. I was fist pumping. I would, Me and my son, we were so into it. This has been such a weird season that is potentially ending on a super high note. Now, we still got two games left that are still so important. Starting with tonight against Toronto. Uh, a game again. I don't know who Toronto's playing. I don't know what guys they're playing. But the Panthers are on fire right now. I would have to expect. And Bobrovsky's been the backup the last couple games. I don't see a scenario where Alex Lyon doesn't start again tonight. You gotta ride the hot goalie. It doesn't mean that. Like if, the real question becomes: If Alex Lyon wins eight straight to finish the season, do you definitely go Bobrovsky game one of the playoffs? I think the answer is yes. But right now, you got to keep riding the hot goalie. Got to keep riding Alex Lyon right now. I'm expecting a big performance from the Panthers tonight. Oh, man. What a night Saturday was. What a, what a great weekend. Saturday, Sunday with, with, with UD. Great weekend. All right. So, we did our NBA rundown. We did UD from yesterday, which was amazing, of course. If you're looking, by the way, this weekend... Well, not this weekend. Tonight... Um, it, it, I'm not trying to go tonight. If tickets popped up, I, I would take them. 
I'm trying to go on Thursday. So my plan is I'm on the couch tonight. I'm watching the Panthers with a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. That's right. That's how you got to enjoy the game tonight. Johnny Cuba, we're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul. You know it's a refreshing German lager in a can. Johnny Cuba, official beer of Zaslow Show 2.0. That's right. Johnny Cuba, my man Juan out there, he is cooking up all kinds of stuff. We're talking about, we're, we're talking about, you got the hot sauces, we got a Johnny Cuba rub that is going to be on the shelves really soon. But tonight, enjoy the Panther game on your couch with a six-pack of Johnny that you picked up at your local Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie, Fresco e Moss. Always drink responsibly. That's why I like having a six-pack of Johnny. I'll drink a whole six-pack at once. Come on. I got to keep my girlish figure. But I like having myself a Johnny on the Zaslow Mansion family room couch. And of course, don't forget, especially when watching a stressful game, Johnny Cuba's mantra, stay tranquilo. Yes, that's right. Of course, that's what we're talking about. All right. Wow. Great start to the week. Great start. Oh, by the way, for our pro wrestling fans, I did not drop an episode of It's Still Real to Me this weekend. We'll get back at it next weekend. Maybe later in this week. I'm not 100% sure. Big shout out, obviously, my co-host on It's Still Real to Me, Joey Levin. Father passed away over the weekend. I've been very close with that family for my entire life. All right. So very sad yesterday that his father passed away. So we obviously could not get to doing the show this past weekend. And I can tell you to Joey's credit, he's crazy. He, he kept trying to do the show over the weekend and then and just got to a place where he, he just couldn't. And like, of course not, you know? So to Joey's credit, he, he was trying to find a way to do the show, which is crazy. So obviously, everyone who, who listens to It's Still Real to Me, you're, you're keeping our pal Joey in your thoughts, and we'll probably get back at it this weekend. But if you were looking for the show this past weekend, I really apologize. Obviously, we had something a lot more important that was going on. So big thoughts to Joey and, and his family, of course, with... Uh, it's a really sad situation for, for all, obviously, and, and I'm, I'm really bummed out about it, too, because uh, I, I've known his family, his father, for pretty much my entire life. So we'll, we'll get back to It's Still Real to Me probably coming up this weekend. Yeah, all right. Let's get to Big Deal or Not a Big Deal. Hey, if you think you might have a leak in your home, that, that could be a big deal. It, it might not be a big deal, all right? But I'm not going to know, and you won't know either until you call or text Water Cleanup of Florida. If you got an issue, or you think you might have an issue, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, Water Cleanup of Florida has over 60 years of combined experience. They're prepared to handle any size property damage or disaster. Call or text Water Cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635. Water Cleanup of Florida, they'll tell you if it's a big deal or not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. So, we already told you the Dallas Mavericks, they tanked the final couple games of the season. And then Kyrie Irving, the least accountable player in the history of sports, skips out on the exit interviews with the media. You know, Kyrie Irving said at the beginning of his time with the Mavericks, when people were asking about his future, he asked to please be respectful. Let's not talk about this now. Let's address it at the end of the season. And what does Kyrie do? Up and dips and does not address the media for season-ending exit interviews. Luca did. So Kyrie Irving... Who has, who has been known to being a liar. Kyrie Irving tells you we'll address it at the end of the season. Please ask me then. Doesn't even give them anyone a chance to ask him about it. Up and dips because there has never been a less accountable player. This is a big deal because the Mavericks are a terribly run franchise. This Kyrie Irving, he's never happy. In Cleveland, he's playing with the best player in the world. They win a championship, he wants out. In Boston, he's on a really good young team. He wants out. In Brooklyn, his team just won like 18 of the last 20 games. He's playing with Kevin Durant. He wants out. This is the least accountable player. He is a poison to any team he's around. And scared to be held accountable for anything. He is the all-time worst. That's a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal? Odell Beckham. The Baltimore Ravens signed him for $18 million. One year, $18 million. There's some incentives, uh, attainable incentives, I believe, involved in that deal. I'm going to go big deal because 
If you're a Ravens fan, you're hoping that means that, okay, o- Odell's confident that Lamar Jackson is going to work something out with the team. So I'll go big deal there that it, it, it could be a precursor to things working out with Lamar Jackson. Big deal or not a big deal? I already told you about the Dallas Mavericks tanking the final couple games. The NBA now is investigating the Mavericks over this scenario. What's to investigate? Their lottery pick is top 10 protected. They lost the last two games. Now they're in the 10th spot. They tanked. The end. But this is not a big deal. Because Adam Silver is the softest commissioner in sports. He will do nothing. This is not a big deal. And finally, big deal or not a big deal. The Marlins win yesterday. The Marlins salvaged the series. They end up getting out of New York without having been swept. They're 4-6 now in their first 10 games of the season. But how about this Avisayo Garcia? Through nine games that he's played in this year, out of 10, he's batting 109 with a 161 on base percentage and a 207 slugging percentage for an OPS of 368. I don't think there's ever been an automatic out in the Marlins' everyday lineup like this bum-ass Avisayo Garcia. This is, this is a big deal that they're going to throw, they're going to continue to throw this guy out there every single day. Get rid of this bum. Like, I understand you're going to have to eat the money. Which is better? Eating the money and he's hurting your team every day or just eating the money? Isn't that a simple question? So I'm going big deal. And that right there is another addition. A big deal or not a big deal. If you're dealing with a leak in your home or business, you got to find out if it's a big deal or not a big deal. Water cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635. They'll tell you if it's a big deal or not a big deal. Yes. All right. What a show. What a way to start the week. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us today. Make sure you tell all your friends, tell your family, tell your mother I say hello. Spread the word about Zaslow Show 2.0. Can we start the show tomorrow with the Panthers having a big win against Toronto and the Heat a game day playing against the Atlanta Hawks? Hey, thanks to everybody who put together a great show today. Always appreciate your help. Your work, you guys work so hard. I, I love you a long time. We'll talk to you on Zaslow Show 2.0 tomorrow. You know what that means. Ah, the show is over. What better time now than to go out back with a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. That's right. That's what I look forward to after every show. And now my day's work is done. I got a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul. I'm going to sit outside by the pool here at the Zaslow Mansion and just enjoy the rest of my day. Having a Johnny Cuba makes me feel like I'm right back in the Caribbean. We're talking a refreshing German lager in a can. You can get it anywhere. Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. And right now, you got special holiday prices on six-packs of Johnny Cuba. Make sure you pick up your Johnny Cuba merch as well. We got the hot sauce coming up. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo because more is always brewing. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.